2: I'm not afraid to ask for help I'm not afraid to say that I don't know it all mm-hmm. I'm not afraid Some people are very prideful Yeah, yeah So it's just like, okay, you gotta look at it like this Yeah, you may be making a lot of money as a travel nurse But why are you still working? Yeah. Why are you still working? And why haven't I worked in over six months, seven months?
0: What's happening? No captain. We in A.O. About to get a plate ball Pull up to the table Let's go so the average registered nurse, aka RN, makes on average about seventy-five thousand nine hundred and thirty dollars per year, which equals about thirty-six dollars and fifty-one cents per hour. You know, since COVID, I um, have learned a lot about travel nursing, and I didn't really knew—I I, I didn't really know there was such a such thing as travel nurses. I knew nurses, uh, but I know people can travel to different cities, different states. Get assignments, get contracts. Um, and then I met this amazing young lady, um, and she was a travel nurse and she said, Yeah, I made six grand this week. I was like, You made six grand this week? Tra- like nursing? Like saving people lives? She's like, Yeah, and one time I made like eight grand. Uh, but then recently, right, I had a uh, we had a nurse um on our show, and they said that the pay is not as high anymore. It's like now down to like two grand a week. And so I was like, really? I said, that's a huge drop from six grand down to two grand. So I was on the internet one day and I was just searching. You guys know me. I'm always just searching for people who are actually winning in their space. And then I come across this page of this amazing young black sister who is out here teaching people, one, how to become a travel nurse and how to become a well-paid travel nurse and still get the high contracts, get the eight, 10000 a week contracts still today. So I did some more research on her. I had to make sure that she was legit and then I found out that she loved the Lord. Like she loved the Lord the Lord like the Lord for real for real and so I saw who she was connected to um, and I was like yo I I, I literally reached out to her and within a matter of hours she reached back out and she said yo consider it done before I go out of the country um, I'll stop by and we'll do your show and I, y'all, I got to be honest, uh, her energy as soon as she walked in was just amazing. Uh, I think about every other sentence that she said, She, it was something tied back to her love for uh, Christ and just her love for, you know, just people in general. And so before we get to my friend, uh, my new friend, uh, Nurse Chrissy, I want to just remind you all, because we're going to be talking a lot today about how do we really build Uh, wealth? How do we make more money on the side? And a part of that when it comes to really building wealth is about building a legacy. And you cannot build a solid legacy without having life insurance we and we within the black community they said the average black man like myself will leave their family with bills and with benefits and the benefits are only enough to take care of partial of the bills i had a show just a couple of weeks ago and um the, the brother said like hey when his father passed unfortunately um he didn't leave them with life insurance or any money in the bank and so they struggled for two years after that And to me, I'm like, there's no way in the world that I'm going to leave my family struggling. And I think if you really love your family, you're thinking about what they're going to experience when you are gone. It's not a matter if you're leaving. I don't care how much money you got. I don't care how much money you put into your body. One day, our flesh will die and we will go on to be with the Lord. And let's be real. We're going to be in a better place up in heaven than on this earth. And the last thing I want to do, be up there chilling out with God. What's good, God? And I'm looking down at my wife and my kids are struggling because I didn't think about them when I was living. So I want to encourage you uh, to go to my friends, Ethos. Go to um, anthonyoneal.com forward slash ethos. It is a 10-minute process. You will fill out this application. No blood work. No hospital vid- visit. Visit. Within a matter of 10 minutes, you can have up to a $2 million policy uh, within a matter of 24 hours active for you and for your family. And check this out. Um, Not only will they give you the life insurance policy, but you get a free will. And do you understand how important having a will and a trust is? We're going to do a whole show on the power of trust and why I have a living trust, and why you should. But it starts with having the basics, life insurance and a will. So y'all, do me a favor, do yourself a favor. Do not be selfish. Think about your family, think about your loved ones. Go to anthonyonell.com forward slash ethos. Number two, hit subscribe. I'm going tell you right now, this show today is gonna bless you. It's, go- it's gonna rock your world. And number three, y'all, I'm not in the comments with a WhatsApp number asking y'all for money. That ain't me, okay? I don't need your money. All right, that's a scammer trying to scam you out of the money. So y'all need to be emailing me or trying to sue me, talking about you gave me some money, uh, and it wasn't me. It wasn't me, okay? My team has the blue check mark next to it. The other people just have a WhatsApp number next to it. Don't do that. Don't give them that number. But y'all, let's get to today's show, because this is interesting, Chrissy. This is interesting. The average nurse is making about $36.51 in my city. They're making $39.74 per hour, which is about $82,000 a year. But you're saying the travel nurses can be doing that times 10.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let's
0: go there. I I want want to talk about that. Then I want to rewind and talk about who is who is Nurse Chrissy. Where did you start from? But. What would you say the average travel nurse, or let's talk about this, because I think a lot of people who are watching this don't know the difference. What's the difference between a nurse and a travel nurse, and what do the the two
2: entail? Okay. So, a nurse and a travel nurse, they're both nurses. Mm -hmm. So, the proper term is staff nurse and a travel nurse. Okay. So, a staff nurse is someone who just works for one hospital. A travel nurse is someone who takes non-permanent positions somewhere else. So that could be a clinic, a hospital, anything of that nature. Mm -hmm. So that's really the only difference between the two. One is like a permanent position and the other one is a non-permanent position. So it's like short-term contracts, things like that.
0: Mm -hmm. And so travel nurses can make more than staff nurses.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Why, though, when I'm showing up every day to the same job and the other one I'm only showing up for like two, three, four weeks?
2: That's why I'm trying to teach people to become travel nurses. (laughs) Like, literally, you're going to work every day and the person sitting next to you could be making $5,000 a week and you're making $1,000, $1,800 every two weeks.
0: That's crazy to me.
2: Yes, but it's all about supply and demand. So when COVID came... Uh There was a suppl- like there was a need for nurses everywhere. So nurses all over the world were making a copious amount of money if they were travel nurses because they were just traveling to different places. So it's like, okay, it's a hot spot in Texas. They're paying ten thousand dollars a week in Texas. You're going to Texas, okay? Johns Hopkins is a hot spot. They're paying eight thousand dollars a week, seven thousand dollars a week in Maryland. You're going to Maryland. Okay. I literally was all over the united states i was in hawaii i was in arizona i was in florida i was in maryland wherever the money was that's where i was you went to hawaii yeah
0: how long did you do hawaii
2: i went to hawaii for maybe six weeks or four weeks but it was because they paid me four thousand dollars a week they paid for my hotel they paid for a round trip flight ticket mind you i didn't even fly back home i flew to saint lucia what So after my contract i went on vacation Yes, and they pay for a rental car. So, it's not just about the money. It's just about what is the value of the package that you're getting. And I could have, you know, stayed somewhere and made $5,000 a week or, you know, probably went somewhere and made $8,000 a week. But it was just like Hawaii and they're paying this. I can't miss that.
0: You was in Hawaii making twenty grand. Yeah. And a hotel. And a car. And a car.
2: And a round-trip ticket.
0: And a round-trip ticket. So, they got you there and they took you back to your next destination. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean... That's Hawaiian. And Hawaii is expensive to live, period. Right. So, I mean, even if you would have your 20 grand to get a decent spot in Hawaii, if you were paying for it, like, you spending six, about five to seven grand a month just for the spot to live in. Facts. I would have took that all day long to go to Hawaii for four or five weeks.
2: But it's because you understand value. You understand it's not just about the money. It's also about the experience. And the reason why— that happened in Hawaii is because there's not a copious amount of trauma centers in Hawaii. So if there is an outbreak or if there is something. And I was on the island of Oahu. Okay. People think that Hawaii is just this like one island. No, there's like many islands. But I was in Oahu. And if there's an outbreak there, they need nurses expeditiously.
0: Expeditiously.
2: Mm-hmm. They can easily declare a <clears throat> state of emergency.
0: So let's rewind. And then I want to Jump to fast forwarding
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, to the practical steps on how do we get into this? How do we start making more money tips? And um, you guys, I i am always about like bringing the practical steps. Right. And uh, Nurse Chrissy actually has a free masterclass, a free webinar uh, this Sunday coming out. She's going to really walk you all through um, some things on how to do what she's doing, because If you can make fifteen to twenty thousand dollars a month, or thirty thousand dollars a month, being a travel nurse, it's like think about it. I want you to think about it. You're you're making money by serving people. You're making money by helping that young kid uh, get through something that's painful. You're helping money by helping the sick. It's like there's purpose attached to profit. Profit attached to purpose. Reminds me of my boy Darius Daniels. I took that from him. You know, so it's like, why not get this bag? And so if you're thinking of a a career shift, this might be a great opportunity. So I want you to check out her masterclass or her webinar this Sunday. um, And she'll do it again next Sunday as well. So we're going to put that in the show link. Then also she has a course, and we'll talk a little bit about that later on. But... You know, let's go all the way back to 2011 when you were preparing for grad school. Like, where—tell me, how did you get here?
2: Okay. So, in 2011, I was in high school. So, I was in the 11th grade. And, you know, I knew I wanted to go to college. I've always been smart. I've always been about school. Mm -hmm. I grew up in, like, a drug-infested neighborhood— Wow, life was lifing, and I knew that the only thing that was going to save me was going to school. So right. I was always about school, always about my books, things like things that of that nature. Yeah. So when I went to twelfth grade, I was just like, okay. I got all these scholarships. I had to decide what school I wanted to go to. So I went to college, but I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. So I asked all of the adults who I knew, Mm -hmm. you know, what should I do? And all of the nurses, they hated it. They were like, I'm burnt out. I'm stressed out. I wouldn't recommend it. They were so negative about it. So I went into college with the mindset of I'll do anything except become a nurse. Mm. Anything. Mm. So I went through school for three years, still not knowing what I wanted to do, and then I went on a medical mission trip in Costa Rica, and it just dropped in my spirit, you're supposed to be a nurse. And I was just like, you mean tell me I went through all of this schooling, and I could have applied to nursing school, and I missed the mark, but... God is so purposeful and so intentional because I still ended up being accepted into nursing school. So I graduated with my four-year degree in public health, like public science. Okay. And then I applied for an accelerated nursing school program.
0: An accelerated nursing school program. Mm -hmm. So that means you went through it faster. Yep. So, how much faster did you go through that program?
2: I want to say the program was maybe like 15 or 18 months. The typical nursing school is like... Two years. Yeah, it's like two years. But if you have a degree already and you've taken a lot of the nursing prerequisites, it kind of cuts up your time. So, you just do it faster.
0: And was that more expensive?
2: No, it wasn't more expensive. So, I had a full scholarship in undergrad. Okay. And then I went to the University of Florida, which is a public school. So... It was very
0: Florida. She's a gator.
2: I'm a double gator. Um, oh my! God. So it wasn't it wasn't too pricey, not at all.
0: Not at all. Okay, okay. If you could do it all over again, would you go back? Would you go straight into nursing school? No. So you actually liked the route that you went.
2: Yes, because I was able to travel when I was an undergrad, I joined a sorority, I built a lot of relationships, I did research, I was able to do a lot of different things. Nursing school is not like traditional school. Nursing school is, they'll give you four options, and all of the options are right, and you have to choose the best answer. (laughs) Nursing school is not, it's not like anything I've ever seen before. So you really have to be on your grind in nursing school and understand what you're doing. You know, you're pretty much going to have people's lives in your hands. So they make it
0: Pretty tough. Pretty tough.
2: So I wouldn't have wanted to do nursing school traditionally anyway.
0: For real. So you wanna enjoy life. Mm-hmm. Sorority. What sorority are you in? I'm in AKA. Figured. And then um uh you enjoyed that process and then you went into nursing school. Yes. And then from nursing school, when did you graduate nursing school?
2: Two thousand and seventeen.
0: So so for someone watching this right now and they're saying, you know what, I wanna go into nursing school, what about what's a ballpark figure of how much it would cost to get the the education?
2: So it depends where they go to school. It depends if they go to a private school or if they go to a public school. In my opinion, I highly recommend people just go to a public school. Going to a private school, you're really just going for the name and you're going to have to pay a copious amount of money, Mm. unless you're getting a scholarship. But Mm. literally, there are travel nurses who have associate's degrees. So it's either you want to do it the smart route, the cost-effective route, you know, you still want to go to a reputable school that right. has a high passing rate, but you don't have to go to, you know, a private school and pay $100,000 just to get a nursing degree.
0: I'm curious because, you know, I wrote the book Debt-Free Degree. Mm-hmm. So I hate student loans. <laughs> I hate them with the passion. Yeah. I hate them. <laughs> I, see, they put, I don't know, can you zoom in on me, bro? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, when I tell you I hate student loans, I hate debt with a passion. I love education. But I hate that. I just hate it. And so many people out there, we talking about Anthony. He changing. He, he... No, 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 no. Anthony O'Neill hates that with a passion. So I got to ask you this question. I need you to help me out. Okay. Why would someone want to go? What are the benefits to going to a private school? Like, you went to a public school or a private school?
2: Yes, I went to a public school.
0: Okay, so, all right, let's, let's go there. Let's go there. What makes that person better than you? Because they went to a private school and paid a hundred grand more than you you know what I'm saying like they're not but it has to I mean I paid more money than you so I, I I'm better they're not does it help me like if me and you go get a go apply for the same job you spent fifteen thousand dollars for school I spent 125 from the prestigious school and the guys looking at our application. It's like, what gives, like, I'm going to get the job guaranteed, no matter what.
2: No. What's going on, fam? It's
0: your boy. AO, and I got to talk to you about something near and dear to my heart, and that's representation. You see, growing up, seeing black voices in media was like finding gold in a mine. It showed me what was possible. People like Oprah, Steve Harvey, and even Malcolm X, they paved the way for folks like me to step into the spotlight. And now there's a new wave of black voices making extreme waves, and they're doing it on NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths. This collection is a celebration of blackness like none other. Each episode is like a journey through our shared experiences. Joy, resilience, empowerment, it's all there. From Bobby to Michelle Obama, they're covering it all. And let me tell you, Listening to these episodes, it's like sitting down with your fam and having a real talk about what it means to be black today. NPR is not holding back with this show. They're bringing you stories that matter, uh, stories that reflect the full spectrum of black life. It's like they say, stories should never be about us without us. So do yourself a favor and tune in to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR. It's not just a podcast. I'm going to be real with you. It's a movement. Listen now, wherever you get your podcast and let's keep celebrating our stories and our truths. All right, let's get back
3: to my show.
4: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Has to.
2: No, it doesn't work like that because this is the true thought process that people should have. So one, I went to the University of Florida, which is like the top four, top five public Mm-hmm. you know, like top four, top five public school. Okay, And people also have to think about when you're going to school, you need to think more than just getting your degree. You want to know what is the reputation of the school that you're going to? What is the passing rate for the nursing school and networking? If you're not networking and you're not leveraging meeting new people and understanding the power of relationships, you're really just paying $100,000 for nothing because you can be a staff nurse and you went to this prestigious private school and you're making $36 an hour, or you can be someone who went to a community college and got an associate's degree, or someone who got a bachelor's degree and they're making $7,000 a week. So the choice is yours. I think it's an ego thing for some people. And if we removed ego and we were practical and logical, it's just like, okay, do I wanna pay $20,000 to go to school? to do the same thing that I'll be able to do 10 years from now? Or do I want to attend this prestigious public, I mean, excuse me, private school? Mm. That's how people should look at it.
0: I know a lot of people who went to prestigious schools, but they're not prestigious individuals. And I know a lot of people who went to, uh, to community college who went to public schools, and they are prestigious individuals.
2: Yeah, because just because of the the school you went to, that doesn't determine your character. Mm -mm. You're developing and building character continuously, even after you graduate from college. You have to think about it. Some people in high school, they were the man in high school. Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm.
2: And what are you doing now? Or they were the (coughs) man in college. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: What are you doing now? Mm -hmm. It's not about what you did in the past. What's happening right now? I know a lot of people who are has-beens, they made a copious amount of money back in the day. Millions of dollars. What about right now? Mm-hmm.
0: So, I gotta ask you this question: What, what gave you the passion for nursing? Because I can see the passion in your eyes. Like you actually enjoy what you do. I do.
2: You
0: know what I'm saying? So, where did that passion come from? I'm curious.
2: So in undergrad, you know, I got my first degree. Mm -hmm. So in 2016, the last semester of school, my grandmother was shot six times and she ended up in a coma.
0: Your grandmother? My
2: grandmother. Yes. So I am literally in the library studying. It's like 1 a.m. and my uncle calls me and he's like, I hate to tell you this, like while you're in school, but your grandmother's in the hospital. She was shot. And I'm like, who? And he's like, your grandmother. And I'm like, my grandmother, what's her name? because I was like in complete denial, and complete shock. So he was just like, your grandma sissy, like she's in the hospital. So I literally packed two suitcases, I quit my job, and I left, and I got on the road and I drove for five hours. And then the surgeon came out and he was just like, are you, like, do you know Cassandra? And I was just like, yes, that's my grandma. And he was just like, we have two options. If it were up to us, we would literally pull the plug because she's never going to be able to walk, talk, eat, breathe, sleep, do anything on her own again, but the choice is up to you because you're here. And I was just like, do everything you can. And he just looked at me and I was like, (laughs) yeah, do everything you can. And then she ended up, like they did surgery, things like that. She still had like a couple bullets left in her, but she was left in a coma for, I wanna say definitely like over three weeks. So I stayed in the hospital. The nurses, they let me spend the night there. They helped me with my homework. They helped me get through like the lowest point of my life. And I feel like if I can return the favor, helping them get through the lowest points of their life, because a lot of nurses are not making a lot of money. Mm -hmm. A lot of nurses have student loan debt. Mm -hmm. A lot of nurses are going through depression, Mm -hmm. having suicidal thoughts. Mm -hmm. They're experiencing a lot of PTSD from COVID. You have to think about it. Like, these are still people. Mm -hmm. Them being nurses, that doesn't mean anything. That's just a title. Mm -hmm. So I know if I was able to have these people bring me out of the lowest point of my life, I can do the same thing for them. Mm -hmm. And a part of it is teaching them how to make more money, how to invest their money, how to learn about life insurance, how to start a business, how to start a nonprofit, how to be better at life, living a fulfilled life. So Mm -hmm. that's really where it stems from. Like in 2016, those nurses were my saving grace. Mm -hmm. And I always said, okay, I wanna be that kind of nurse. Mm -hmm. I wanna be that nurse where I'm like, I'm learning and understanding. Like even when my grandmother came out of a coma, the first thing she wrote on a sheet of paper was, I'm not dead yet. Mm. So that let me know that even though she was in a coma, she was still hearing our conversation. Wow. Yes. So I'm an ICU nurse. I take care of patients who are intubated in comas and things like that now. So I'm very mindful of what I say or what I do because I'm like, they can hear me. They can't respond to me, but they can hear me. And she wrote, I'm not dead yet, because my biological mom, she literally would go into the hospital and cut up. And I'm like, Mom, like, these nurses are bringing her pain medicine there. But I understand my mom, she was traumatized. But I was pretty much, like, the calm one. I was just like, do everything you can. How can we help? How can we make this situation better? Can you explain this to me? Can you explain what this tube means? Okay, she has an infection. What does this infection mean? So I just enter nursing with a totally different perspective and approach. It wasn't about the money. It wasn't about just because I want to say I was a nurse. It was just like, no, like you're going to heal a nation of people because your perspective is totally different. It doesn't matter what tragedy is going on in the world. Doesn't matter who's burnt out. Like I used to be the only nurse on my unit who was happy. Mm. I would go into work and there was this one nurse. She apologized to me like two years later, but she would always say, why are you always smiling all the time? And I was just like, this needs to change. Wow. This is toxic. A lot of nurses are toxic, but it's because they're unhappy. So I know that if I can do something to change that, even if it's small, I'm going to do that. So that's where my passion comes from.
0: (coughs) Man, listen, let's let's talk about it. Okay. Yo, listen, let's talk about it. All right. So, wow. Well, before we talk about nursing, did did your grandma, how's your grandma today? She's great. She's great.
2: Yep. She walks, talks. What? Shouts. Does everything on her own again. And the first time she was able to, like, actually walk and be, like, approved to fly was to come to my graduation. What? Yes.
0: Grandmama. Yes. What it do? Yes. Hello. Look at God.
2: Yes. So when people talk about faith, it's like my faith is.
0: All the way there. On
2: another level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Because of what I've seen, what I've experienced, like I can't unsee that.
0: And you're from Miami?
2: Yeah, I'm from Miami. So
0: is Grandma in Miami?
2: Yeah, she lives in Miami. Man,
0: Grandma, I'm in Miami often. I want to meet you one day. I just want to touch a miracle. Lord Jesus. <laughs> my mama. Um, so we see where your passion comes from. Mm-hmm. Now you're in nursing. Mm hmm. When you went into nursing, you graduated nursing school. Did you become a staff nurse or did you go straight into traveling nursing?
2: Yes. So I became a staff nurse. All nurses, once they graduate from nursing school, they have to become a staff nurse. Okay. You should work somewhere for one to two years before you become a travel nurse. Okay. Since COVID, a lot of things have changed. Okay. There's already a nursing shortage and places need bodies. But at the end of the day, like you're taking care of patients. Yeah,
1: yeah,
2: yeah. It's bigger than the money. The money is a plus. Yeah. If someone drops dead in front of me, I'm going to be able to bring them back to life again. So it's just like, yes, I need my money. Like I need it. <laughs> I need it in full. I need it on time, and I need it <laughs> I need it in full. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's like I have been studying travel nursing since 2015. It's still here. It's always mm-hmm. going to be here as long as there's public health crises. As long as there's a nurse shortage, there will always be travel nurses.
0: So is there a huge nurse shortage right now in America? Yes. Like when you say yes, like how bad is it?
2: It's bad. We are in a health care crisis and it's not publicized. It's not talked about. It's not in the media. Most nurses, when they go to work, they might not have any support techs. So a support tech is someone who helps like turn patients, helps walk patients, things like that. They might not have a PCA. A PCA is someone who can do things like uh, like dump urine, like help do baths and things like that. And then on top of that, there might not be a lot of nurses working on that shift. So you don't have just five people who can help you turn a 500 pound patient. Mm-hmm. You might have to wait two hours just to have somebody help you turn your patient. Wow. Yes, it's definitely a nursing shortage.
0: And why do you think we have a nursing shortage? Is it, is it because of the schooling?
2: I think that there's a lot of factors that play a part. So you have to think about it. Since 2020, some nurses have been making $10,000 a week. So if you've been making $10,000 a week since 2020, why would you continue to be a nurse? Mm. Why would you continue to be a nurse? That's the first thing. And then some nurses are just fed up. Some nurses are burnt out. Some nurses, they're just like, you know what? I'd rather spend my time on this or doing something else, being creative. There's management, there's lack of leadership. There's a lot of issues in the healthcare sector.
0: So right now, Best case scenario, what was your best month in the nursing industry?
2: Best month, I want to say 40K. I was working in California, and I was making 10K a week. They were also paying for my hotel, which put me on to making sure I leveraged my travel contracts. Because I used to just be staying in, like, Airbnbs and things like that. But when I took that contract, they ended up paying for my hotel, and I got all of the nights. So now I'm ambassador elite with Marriott. I've been ambassador elite with Marriott for maybe like two, three years now. Mm-hmm. And I'm going on my third year or my fourth year. So now I understand like the cheat code of still getting all of those nights, mm-hmm. getting all of those points and mm-hmm. having someone else pay for it.
0: And someone else paying for it. And you was making a bag. Mm-hmm. And so, okay, cool. Here's a question. Are you paid as a W-2 or is a 1099 contractor?
2: A W-2. So if you're working for an agency, you'll be paid as a W-2. Okay. but if you start your own business right you can do independent contractor which is what i try to stress a lot of nurses do because it's just like you rather get paid in your business and then pay yourself whatever you want to pay yourself yeah but nurses they don't know that
0: that's possible yes i didn't even know that was if that was possible yes but i'm like if you're on contract and you're only doing it for 5 weeks do they give you the option to be paid as a w2 or just a
2: 1099 So if you're working for a travel nursing agency, which is how things traditionally are, which is what's preached to the masses, Mm -hmm. you'll be a W-2 worker. But if these nurses start their own business, they learn how to write their own contracts. They learn how to build relationships with the hospitals directly. They can work directly with the hospital. There's even PRN contracts that you can take and you don't even have to sign a contract with the hospital. There are companies like like for example CareRev. That's an app. That app literally has shifts in whatever your area is. You just put your zip code or whatever and you can literally see the shifts. $1300 a shift, $1800 a shift, $2000 a shift. You don't even have to work for that hospital. You don't have to sign a contract. You don't There's so much money in nursing. There's so much money in travel nursing people just don't know about it.
0: Well, we about to talk about it. <laughs> Yo, listen, um, we have at the table with us Nurse Chrissy, who is really shifting the world when it comes to educating people, men or women, if you want to be a nurse. Um, and how you can make fifteen to $30,000 a month. I'm sitting here blown away because I'm not really into the whole nursing thing. I'm into money. I like money. We can talk about it bad, um, but I'm not into the whole nursing thing. And so as she's sitting here talking, I'm like, all right, cool. We about to talk how we can get this money. And y'all know me, when it comes to making this kind of money, you got to park it somewhere safe. You got to park it somewhere so you can save it, grow it, invest it, build it. Um, and so I park my money over at Prize Pool. You can go to AnthonyO'Neill.com forward slash savings, open up a Prize Pool account today, put at least $500 into that account. You're going to get, on average, about a 3% return. You're going to get a guarantee return, and then you're going to get some extra bonuses put on top of that. What brings your average to about 3% of your money back. That's amazing, Like that, that's just amazing. So if you are into the travel nursing, if you're into whatever you're into, saving is key uh, because we save for emergencies, we save to travel, like my friend Chrissy does here. Uh, we save to purchase homes. We save to do a lot of different things. Just make sure that you're saving in a high-yielded savings account. Get your money out of Bank of America and all them other local branches where you're getting 0.01% of your money. No, go ahead and park it somewhere to where you can at least get you know, an extra $100 for just letting your money sit in that account. All right, It's not a whole lot of money but why not get something for it? So go to com forward slash savings, open up this free account today, and you'll thank me later on. Um, so Chris, if someone's watching this right now, that's art, right, Chris, you got me motivated. Okay, you you, you touched me with, with, with your love for Christ, you touched me with your grandmother's story, you touched me with the whole passion, and you, and you said I can make some money. What are the first things that they should be doing when they start from the very, very beginning? And I know you teach this um, inside of your course, and I know you're going to be doing a free webinar this Sunday. And so we're going to drop that information in today's show notes. So you all can check out our webinar. Um, I fully stand behind this queen. She killing it. And how old are you? Tell them.
2: 28. This
0: girl, 28 years old, making that going. Okay, wait, wait. Here we go. Here we go. Worst case scenario, what's your worst month in the travel business? Uh, Worst case,
2: what's four times four?
0: 16000 $16,000. Mm-hmm. $16, and your best case was $40,000. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh Jesus, big boy, Jesus. I mean, that's just, Oh my God, twenty-eight years old, boy. Oh my gosh. I was gonna say something else, but I don't wanna say that. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't, I don't wanna do it like that, y'all. She knew. She knew to the. She knew to the table. I don't wanna do it like that, y'all. I, don't, I ain't gonna do it like that. Fourteen thousand dollars, twenty-eight year old black woman. Uh, worst case. I mean, best case scenario is forty thousand dollars, twenty-eight years old black woman. <laughs> Oh, boy. Y'all know what I'm thinking. Right. But I ain't gonna do it like that on the show right here. Um, so with that being said, right. Um, how is that even possible? So how does someone start off with that? Because here's my problem. If you were making, let's do the math here. You said you're, okay, wait, wait. Oh, here, here we go, wait, wait.
2: Let's do it. I'm let's, team
0: math. Yeah, I'm team math. All right, so let me pull up my, I'm pulling up the numbers. I'm on Google, right? Mm-hmm. So the average nurse is making $75,930 a year. That's, and when I say average, they're talking about these are people who are seasoned. It's mm-hmm. not even people who are starting off. Mm-hmm. Starting off, I think, is like right around $50,000. But you said your worst case scenario month was $16,000, mm-hmm. right? 75000 is the average. Let's go 76000 because it says $75,900. Divide that into your worst-case scenario, right? And that's $16,000 a month. So you work in four months, and you've made what someone made in a year. Right. That's in your worst-case scenario. Right. But in your best-case scenario, that's a month and a half. Right. Chrissy, I'm confused.
2: Why are you confused? I literally have not taken an assignment since April.
0: April of what? 2022?
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. You have to think about it. If you sign a contract, so there's multiple contracts. You can sign a contract for four weeks, for eight weeks, for 13 weeks. You can also do strike contracts, but that's like a totally separate ballpark. I'll get to that. Okay. But... The four week, eight week, thirteen weeks. If you sign a contract five thousand dollars a week for four weeks, that's twenty k. If you keep that same contract, you sign that five thousand dollars a week for thirteen weeks. That is what um, five thousand
0: over thirteen.
2: Yeah. That's so five, five right times twelve is sixty five. Sixty five
0: thousand dollars. Yeah. yeah. And you're not even working a full year.
2: No, so that's three months. So it's just like, okay, do you want to make $65,000 in three months? Or do you want to make $75,000 and work 12 months?
0: And so if you want to make $100,000, be this high-value person, that's 20 weeks.
2: Which is four months.
0: Four months. So in a 12-month span, you can just work hard for four months and enjoy the other.
2: And travel the world or spend time with your family, you know, build yourself up so your husband can find you. I don't know. You know, whatever, whatever your passion is, I think that more people need to buy their time back. Mm. people need to buy their time back i'm very big on my time i don't want to miss my niece's graduation i don't want to miss the opportunity to meet someone at a gala because i have to work tonight like no i want to be able to control my time so a big thing that i'm realizing with nurses is even travel nurses who've been doing this for five years seven years two years whatever they're making so much money a week that it's stopping them from even thinking they can make that amount of money in a day
0: now, when you say make that in a day, now you're talking my language. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because, yes. you know, boy, love, <laughs> who I love. Ooh, I love. He good. Um, so you trying to tell me nurses can make a lot of money in a day?
2: Yes. So even if someone didn't want to start their own business, let's just talk nursing first. Yes. You literally can work one shift and make $2,000 in a shift. You can make $2,000 in a shift. In a shift. Strike nurses. So a strike what, nurse. Yeah, I about to
0: say, what is a strike nurse?
2: I'll break that down. So like strike nurses. So staff nurses. Remember we talked about staff nurses yep. and travel nurses. So staff nurses.
0: They work eight, 12 hours a day.
2: Correct. And
0: and all staff nurses have to work 12. There's no eight-hour staff no, nurses, right? No,
2: it depends on where you work. Because in California, anything after eight hours is overtime. Oh. Yes.
0: Okay. So you have eight hours. You have eight hours, 12 hours. Right. The majority of nurses who I know do seven to seven or seven to seven.
2: Right. Correct. Okay. So staff nurses, they can want more PPE. They can want more protection. They can want, you know, management to help out. They can want more pay. Whatever their demands are, those are their demands. Mm -hmm. They can go to their union, which is, you know, pretty much like their protection, and say, we want these demands. If the hospital says we're not giving them those demands, those nurses will say, okay, we're not going to go to work. We're going to give you a 10-day notice, and we're going on strike. And they literally will go on strike.
0: And they're not getting paid?
2: And they're not getting paid. But you have to think about it. It's about the value. Like, you're going to work every single day. Right. Some nurses weren't even having PPE, proper PPE going to work during COVID. So you're exposing yourself to this virus, especially when we didn't know much about it. And then you have to go home to your family, to your kids. It's bigger than money. This is deeper than money. So it's just like, whatever your principles are, you got to have that and you got to stand on it. So these nurses will literally go on strike. They'll go on strike for three days, 10 days, 20 days, however long, however long they want to go on strike, they'll go on strike. But those patients still need to be taken care of. So then that's when they'll pay travel nurses to come in and take care of those patients.
0: And that's a strike nurse.
2: And that's a strike nurse.
0: And then how much are they getting paid?
2: So, I have a friend, she made 9k in 3 days and she made 30k in 10 days. And she only worked 8 of those 10 days.
0: She made $30,000. Now, help me out, because that, that makes no sense. If you're going to pay the strike nurse that kind of money, why you not just go take ahead and care the- of your, you know, your staff nurses or what they need?
2: Yeah, and that right there is above me.
0: True, true, true. That's above me. Right.
2: So I don't know what it is legal-wise or what the purpose of it is, but, like, nurses in California, they're always going on strike. They are infamous for going on strike. Nurses are going on strike in California right now. What? Like, literally right now. Nurses were literally on strike in Pennsylvania last week, the week before, paying all specialties, Mm $10,000 a week. So if you're a travel nurse, you literally could have went to Pennsylvania making $10,000 a week.
0: One of the things that I've learned from my multimillionaire friends who Mm -hmm. have helped me get me to where I am today and where I'm going tomorrow is that the average person exchanges their time for money, but wealthy people exchange money for time. Mm -hmm. And what what I hear from you is you're saying, hey, listen, this is not just about making money, it's about having a quality of life. And it's like, I I don't want to say this respectfully because I don't want to offend nobody by me saying this, but I think the average person listening to you right now is saying, well, wait, if, if you're making $20,000, $30,000 a month, $40,000 a month, or, hey, worst case scenario, $16,000 a month, why are you not working every single month of the year? But what I hear from you is, like, yo, I'm going to get this bag for sure, but I'm also going to enjoy my time.
2: Absolutely. And I can work physically, do physical labor and make mm-hmm. $16,000 a month, or I can start a business, build a business, build a team, hire the right people instill my purpose in that there's no cap to the amount of money that I can make in my business, but there will always be a cap to the amount of money that I can make as a travel nurse. Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
2: All great things take time.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. I'm very big on time freedom, financial freedom. So I can sit here and continuously work as a travel nurse and settle, in my opinion, it may not be someone else settling, that may be the best situation for them, but for me, I want all of my time. You have to think about it. Things will happen to us in life or our family, and we have no control over it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't want to say, wow, like I can't go visit my best friend, or oh, I can't go celebrate my best friend's baby shower, or oh, I can't even go see my aunt who's in the hospital because I have to go to work tonight. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. I don't live that life anymore. And a lot of nurses and a lot of people, they're like, look, I'm gonna chase the bag. I wanna chase the bag. I'm not chasing money. Mm. There's a woman, her name is Chance. She said, I don't need money, money needs me. And I was just like, I felt that in my soul.
0: I don't need money. Money, money needs, needs me. Money needs me.
2: Yes, because most people who are chasing the bag, yeah, yeah. they're operating from a place of lack. Yeah, they're yeah. operating from a place of scarcity. They're operating from a place of fear. Yeah, I've had $100 to my name before and got blessed with $10,000 the next day. My faith is on another level. And I'll always be a nurse. So if I want to take contracts, I can take contracts. They'll always be there. I know how to negotiate. I literally, if we pick up my phone, you'll see a recruiter has called me every single day this week, twice. Trying to get you. Left me voicemails. I'm like, how did this person even get my phone number? On Monday, three recruiters, three different recruiters from different companies text me within a five minute interval. So my mindset is like, okay, you have the upper hand. They're desperate. They need nurses. They need you. If more nurses thought like that, they will have a better quality of life.
0: <sighs> so I got to ask you this question. You yes, you said for now because so so you do this. You do two things. You still do the travel nursing mm-hmm. a few months out of the year, mm-hmm. and you're killing it. Clearly, you got agencies calling you left and right. But then you've started a business to where you're teaching people. Um, and is it, is it only women or is it men and women?
2: No, it's men and women. There are there are nurses who are males too.
0: Absolutely. I mean, because come on, brothers. Come on, man. You know, so we good too. I think I think males are actually better nurses than ladies. I'm gonna keep it a buck, but okay. You know, <laughs> we bring that energy. You know what I'm saying? Like when a man walk into that room, you just automatically feel safe and secure. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm be honest with you. I don't like I don't like it when a woman nurse come in with my room. Why? I don't know. It's Just something about when a man walk up in there. I'm like, all right. I know I'm good. Now when 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 I gotta get poked for some blood, yeah, bring bring me a woman nurse. You know what I'm saying? Cause y'all gonna be soft. You know, gonna be like. Ladies are gonna be like, oh, you know you good, you know, it's, it's so sweet, you know. But when it, when I when I'm about to go in some to nah, I need I need that brother. You know what I'm saying? So if I pass out, oh, I got I'm good. Y'all ladies to be like, oh my god. So brothers, there you go, brothers. That's what I'm talking about. My brother nurses, yeah. Um, so back to my point before I was really interrupted by this guest at my table, talking about male nurses, really? Yes, really. Um, you teach nurses, how to not just become a travel nurse, but how to become a travel nurse correctly. Correct. How many people have you helped thus far to successfully make six figures a year or more doing travel nursing?
2: I wanna say maybe 12 or 13. Wow,
0: just, just, just making six figures a year. And would you say, what, what do you think is preventing people from honestly that your course and your teachings help them. Like what? what's the difference between some a travel nurse not making six figures and a travel nurse making six figures? Like what's missing between those two? It's pride. Pride? Yeah. Write that down, what you mean?
2: So some travel nurses now, you know, they're like, I'm making $5,000 a week. I'm making $4,000 a week. Like, why would I take a course? Or why do I need your course? Or like, why do I need your help? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, okay, but you've been doing this for two years. You've been doing this for five years. You've been doing this for seven years. Like, it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to say, I don't know it all. I don't know everything about travel nursing, Mm -hmm. but I know enough and I know a lot. Mm -hmm. And I've helped someone make $110,000 in 10 weeks. I've helped a PICU nurse make $200,000 in his first year of being a travel nurse. And I only talked to him for an hour. I've helped a travel nurse make $100,000 in less than a year. And she bought a house. Also that same year, she transitioned from the bedside and now she has a life insurance business. So I am just aware that my mindset is just different. I'm teaching people, listen, I'm gonna show you how to make money, but you have to promise me that you're gonna invest your money. You have to promise me that you're (coughs) going to approach this whole situation differently. You you have to promise me that you're going to learn about life insurance policies. You're going to learn about health insurance policies. You're going to learn about real estate.
1: Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. I'll help you. And I helped all of those people for free. Mm. They were all my friends mm. or they were all people who I knew. So the person who I helped, her name's Hannah. She made 110,000 in 10 weeks. That was like the quickest amount of time I helped someone. She literally helped me in nursing school. Every test, every quiz, every everything. So when she came to me, I was just like, I'm thinking about becoming a travel nurse. Can you help me? Of course I'm going to help you. I'm paying it forward. So especially before I started my business, like if you were, that's why power of relationships. I always stress this. It's the power of relationships. Is who you know, who knows you, who's willing to invest in you. I didn't ask them for any money. I simply was just like, okay, I'll help you. I literally can do this travel nursing stuff with my eyes closed. And I used to beg that same person who made six figures in less than a year, bought a house, started her own life insurance business. I used to beg her to become a travel nurse. I used to print out my pay stubs and show her like, I'm begging you to become a travel nurse. And she just didn't feel like she was ready. And now she's just like, I thank God for you. So I know that this is bigger than me just like, you know, teaching people how to make money. But I feel like what's. Like separates me from other people, or what makes me different is like I'm not prideful. I'm not afraid to ask for help. Mm. I'm not afraid to tell these recruiters, "Hey, like I'm trying to write my own contracts. Can you help me?"
0: You've asked a recruiter that before, of
2: course, (laughs) of course. I'm not afraid to ask for help. I'm not afraid to say that I don't know it all. Mm. I'm not afraid. Some people are very prideful. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like, okay, you got to look at it like this. Yeah, you may be making a lot of money as a travel nurse, but why are you still working? Yeah. Why are you still working and why haven't I worked in over six months, seven months?
5: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.
2: What is the difference? I'm no better than you. I'm not superior. I'm not more superior. I don't live in ego. What is the difference? Why can you look at me? Do you know people sit here and watch every single day me make money on Instagram?
0: And then don't get encouraged or get inspired to go do the same thing themselves.
2: Or just ask me. Mm. My thing is, is I want to help you make more money. I want to teach you about the market because if you don't corner the market, if we don't corner the market, the market's going to corner us. Mm. Just like these strike nurses. If we all said, hey, we're not going to go to work unless you all pay travel nurses $4,500 a week, all travel nurses around the world. If everybody just went on a blackout and didn't go to work, do you think that they're not going to pay us $4,500 a week? But there are some nurses, they just don't have the knowledge. And they're going from making $30 uh, an hour, so $3,000 a week might be a lot to them. But to someone else, it's just like, you can make $10,000 a week. You taking this $3,000 a week contract is kind of messing up the market.
1: Mm. It's kind
2: of forcing us to be paid less. Mm. Mm. So me teaching other people how to make money doesn't stop me from making money. I want to teach you how to make money.
0: So all together, how much does nurse Christie make let's say let's say on average all together a month between nursing, your business, your traveling situation, how much do you make let's say let's say it's a worst case scenario. What's your worst case scenario now because you ain't working every single day, mm-hmm. but you're still making money, yeah, So what would you say on average
2: like fifteen k
0: and then let's say if you do just go ahead and just go all in. how much could you make in a month?
2: There's no limit.
0: What's your best month thus far? Let's say in twenty. 30K. 30K. Mm-hmm.
2: But I don't know everything about business. I feel like the only thing that separates me is I'm willing to invest in myself. Like, I'm willing to pay for mentorship. I'm willing for, I'm willing to pay for masterminds because I know that I don't know everything. Yeah. I didn't know a lot about digital products. I didn't know a lot about marketing. I didn't know a lot about any of that stuff. Like, I posted one video on Instagram, and I got 10,000 followers from it. I can't tell you what that strategy was. I can't. I I couldn't tell you that at that time, but now I understand how to grow social media pages. Yeah. I help other people grow their social media pages. I help their businesses grow social media pages. So I'm not afraid to ask for help, and I'm not afraid to invest in myself.
0: And so the people watching this today as we come to an end on this show, and um, I, I want to end the show differently than I normally end it because with you being a, a, a young Single woman, they, they want me to ask the single questions, and I ain't going to do it like that. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to do it like that. I'm going to ask something different for you. I'm going to ask you the same thing I asked my girl, Sarah Jakes Roberts. But um, before I do that, when it comes to your course, what can people expect to get from you in that course?
2: True understanding of how to approach the market correctly. Mm. Correctly.
0: That's the key word, though, is correctly.
2: Correctly. Yeah. Everything is about mindset. If you're going into travel nursing just for the money, you've already lost. Mm. Because you're thinking about money when you should really be thinking about time. Mm. You should really be thinking about freedom. Mm. Some travel nurses. i have friends who worked in Iowa, and no disrespect whatsoever to Iowa, but I'm just like— You could have been working in Hawaii. You could have been working in California. You could have been working in these places. But she had no idea that she could have got a contract like that in Hawaii. People just don't know. Mm. They just don't know. Mm. And in my strategy, which I don't mind teaching and telling people, I work for level one trauma hospitals. So the University of Florida, where I graduated from, they have a hospital called UF Health Shands. That hospital has ICUs for every organ of the body. Mm cardiac ICU, surgical ICU, medicine ICU, burn ICU, trauma ICU. I worked as a critical care float nurse for that hospital, going to all of the different ICUs, getting experience in all of those ICUs. So I really can work wherever. Other than pediatrics and mother baby. But I want to work where they're going to have resources. I want to work where I'm going to have staff. I want to be more than comfortable where I go to work. A lot of people were just chasing bags where I was chasing like, okay, has to be a level one trauma hospital. I want to work at the number one hospital in Florida. I want to work at the number three hospital in the world. I want to gain experience because I know in the long term I'm going to be teaching nurses and I want to teach them (laughs) from an experience sector, not necessarily just a money sector. Money. You can go anywhere and make money. Yeah. But you want to think about what's going to be your quality of life. Are you going to go to work every day and hate your job?
1: Mm.
2: I enjoyed my travel nursing experience. I can honestly say I have only lost one patient and she told me to let her go, but I wouldn't let her go until her daughter came to work. Mm. I wouldn't let her go until her daughter came into that hospital and held her hand because I know how it feels when somebody that you love is in a coma or is about to die and they're about to die alone. I know how that feels. So I have pride myself on being like a great nurse. I pride myself on thinking beyond just the money. So I want to teach nurses, okay, think beyond the money. What type of hospital are you going to work for? What type of facility are you going to work for? Are you paying for your licenses or are you going to make these companies pay for your licenses. Some nurses are paying for their own licenses and it's just like you don't have to pay for your own license, they'll pay for everything. Wow. They'll pay for everything. Wow. Are you staying in an Airbnb or are you leveraging staying in a hotel getting points and on your leisure time, mm. now you're staying in suites for free?
0: Yeah. And on your leisure time, you travel.
2: Yes. That's what I love have to do. I've been to almost 40
0: 40 countries.
2: Yeah, almost 40. Mm.
0: And then you, uh, I mean, you're about to leave America. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. For how long? I don't know. You don't know yet? Nope.
0: So you're going to live out of the country and just come back in the country to work whenever you take on a, a contract? Yep. And then go back?
2: Or go to another country.
0: So when you accept the contract, you will just leave that country altogether?
2: It's about time. That's what
0: I'm saying. And
2: quality of life.
0: Quality of life. I've been on that whole tip this whole year. Is I and I can't I can't say the name of who, but I was in a room of this very very big couple. If I said it, man, y'all would be like, what? Wait, whoa, wait, who? Whoa, wait. And the male side of this relationship, the brother, was like, man, our whole tip is everything has to add. To the quality of life, and if it subtracts from the quality of life, it won't be allowed for, It won't be around for too long. And so, of course, they have a chef, and they have a doctor, full time doctor. They have a full time nurse. They have a full time therapist, and everything he said. Everything is strategic. Everything is the quality of life. And he's and he said that I will exchange my money for my time. I will buy back my time so I can spend more time with my wife, so I can spend more time with my kids, with my family, and doing the things that actually produces me income that I enjoy doing. And I was like, yo. And so I've been doing that with my team. Like, hey, yo, everything has to come down to not just my quality of life, but our quality of life. So I asked my team, like, hey, what do we need to put into place to make sure that you're not working like over hard. Like I want us to all work hard, but I don't want us to have, doing all this work and we can't enjoy time with our families. I pick on my my team because I got two great guys that's on my full-time payroll and they both love their spouses. And I laugh at them all the time because they be on the phone like, oh, I love you, who I miss you, oh baby. And I, I laugh at them, right? But it's like, I love it because I'm like, at the end of the day, quality of life, comes when you really have true partnership and Mm you can enjoy that partner.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And so y'all, what I'm saying is, if you are considering the nurse field, or if you're watching this and you're in the nurse field, you all need to check out Nurse Chrissy. Check out her webinar this Sunday. Uh, Sign up immediately. We're gonna put it on the website in today's show notes. I want you to sign up, I want you to watch it. Because to me, I'm not saying it doesn't make sense because I don't want to offend someone who honestly wants to be a staff nurse. I'm not knocking that. But if you're saying, hey, yo, I wish I had more time, but I don't want to lose the money that I'm having, then it makes sense to rock with Nurse Chrissy, get the knowledge, get the wisdom, so you can work four months and keep your salary or may make more money than what you were making. And now you got six months off. Now you can, you know, enjoy Travel the world with your husband, with, with with your kids. I can't wait to do that. I'm tell you right now, boy. Oh Jesus! I'm like, babe, can we go to Hawaii? I see my going there anyways. So, wh- wh- where you at? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let my girlfriend say that. Let me meet me a girlfriend. Say, babe, I'm, I'm gonna go to London. We can go. What? Man. Jesus. But as we end the show, you are building a legacy already by yourself. Why? Like, why is building a legacy so important? I'm curious. When you're 75, what do you want that legacy to look like?
2: That I didn't settle. Mm. I didn't settle for anything. I didn't settle for anything mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally. I didn't settle. And that I was willing to do the work whatever that looked like. Most people, they point the fingers at everyone else. They blame everyone else. Like, oh, like, you know, well, my mom did this to me when I was 10 years old. Okay, well, now that you're an adult, it's your responsibility to heal that wound. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't heal that wound, you'll take that with you until you're 30, 40, 50, 60. So I'm very big on, like, self-analyzing myself. Okay, what are your triggers? What do you do? What don't you do? Why do you do this this way? What makes you do this that way? Because everyone's always talking about generational wealth, but no one's ever talking about generational curses. Mm. No one's talking about generational curses. Not passing financial literacy down to your family, that's a generational curse. Not understanding the power of being a logical person and also being in tune with your emotions healing whatever wounds you need to heal, you're passing that down to your kids and their kids' kids. That's how generational curses are passed down. Everyone's so focused on generational wealth and making money and passing money down, but what else are you passing down? So I'm very big on, I know that I was called to heal a nation of people. Mm. And when I received that word, I didn't know if it was women, men, kids, whomever. I didn't know. And then when I found out it was nurses, I was like, okay, I'm going all in. So that's why I was just like, okay, I'm cool with walking away from a contract, making 20K a month. I'm cool with that because this is my purpose. Money will come. The right people will come. As long as I'm in alignment doing what I was called to do, I will be fine, more than fine. So that's the legacy that I want to leave. Like, I didn't settle. When I picked my niece up from school the other day, she was like, hey, y'all, my auntie got a Tesla. And I'm like, how does this little girl even know what a Tesla is? (laughs) So people think about legacy as your children. Some people might not have children.
0: Mm. Do you want children one day?
2: I do want children one day, but I'm okay if I don't ever have children.
0: Do you I want marriage one day?
2: I do. I you know, do want know to they be say married. What y'all
0: successful ladies? What? But y'all don't really want marriage like that.
2: I don't think that that's true. I think a lot of women, especially Black women, are just tired. Tired of what? Us. I don't want to say us, but thank, I think thank you Thank you, I, thank you. hallelujah because I don't thank believe you. in like I don't believe in pointing fingers and I don't believe in blaming people, but I think that a lot of black women are just tired of showing up for people and people don't show up for them. they're tired of that
0: so how that's a good question. How can men better show up for
2: women show up for themselves, do the work on themselves? Most men don't want to do the work on themselves. most men are just like, this is who I am, this is How I come, this is how I'm built. And especially if they're successful, they feel like the way they are are right. You have to think about it. A lot of people who have children, their children are just like them. Mm. Mm. So if you don't think that you have to change anything about yourself, your children are going to be just like you. And most people don't realize, I used to do that or I used to act like that. Why does my son do this? Why is my? Because they, they got it from you.
0: That's a bar.
2: And then people are like, oh, I should change this because someone is mirroring me. But when you have a partner or when you have someone that you're in a relationship with, Mm -hmm. someone who's telling you something about yourself that you don't like about yourself, Mm -hmm. you're going to repel that naturally. You're going to reject that, especially if you're someone who likes to be praised. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of men... Especially black men and I love black men and I will never ever ever use my platform or anyone else's platform to tear down black men But a lot of black men they feel like black women are tearing them down and it's just like She may not necessarily be tearing you down, but she may just be saying like hey, it's o- it's okay to to take a break It's okay to not look for the to the world for these answers But like how about you get on your knees and get on your face before God and hear a word from God? Mm. A lot of people, they say they love God, they worship God and things like that, but it's just like, do you know God for yourself or do you know God off of your mother's prayers Mm. or your grandmother's prayers? Mm. So I think it's just about, you know, a lot of black women, especially, they're just like, okay, I can put my time and energy into being in 10 relationships or I can put my time and energy into becoming and developing the woman that I want to be for myself. So, I think that's what it is, and then some women are just like, "You know what? A man can be this way, this is what it is, this is what I want to accept, or I want to bust down chain, whatever like and they're fine with that, but not all black women are like that, especially if they're- if especially if they are educated, they're not like that they're just like, okay, i'm gonna do me because they're focused on being happy and fulfilled so I hear, I know that there's like a lot of like relationship podcasts and things like that, but I just try to stay away from even watching those kind of things or receiving that kind of information because I think that a lot of it is diluted. Mm. We're not all the same. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Genetically, we're not the same. Where we grew up, we're not the same. So there's not one size fits all to relationships. I think that relationships should be about an agreement between two people or multiple people, whatever someone's situation is, and what works best for both of them becoming the best versions of themselves. Not just one person, but both of them.
0: You know, that 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 was good.
2: That's how I feel.
0: I think because you know when you ask, and and I see the time, you guys. Um, when you ask a woman, how can a man show up for you? S- the majority, I don't. I want to be honest here. The majority of the answers was about them. Your answer was how you can best help me is by helping yourself first. And it wasn't like hey, be my provider, be my protector. It was like yo before you can even think about me, I need you to think about you.
1: hmm
0: And I, I 110% agree with that, which is why we are going to be releasing a series here soon uh, called um, Ladies, Let's Hear Him Out. And I'm creating a safe space to where us men can come together mm-hmm. um, and really just, one, talk about our feelings, talk about our emotions, hold each other accountable and talk about some things that we just need the ladies to hear. But then also I want ladies to see that men do hold each other accountable. And one of those things is I agree with you. It's like, I, I hold men accountable. Yo, you need, you need to see a therapist. You need to go to therapy. I go to therapy two times a month, every single month. I've been doing that for like the last, I would say last two years. Um, I've been seeing a the therapist since I broke up with my ex fiance who is an amazing, an amazing woman. Um, And when I started dating again, I started noticing I was hurting ladies because I didn't take care of myself. And I was using them to cover up my true feelings and my true pain. And then they got the true feelings and the true pain because I was, was not willing to heal and address my pain, my hurt. And so ladies, I mean, Ladies, she's she's speaking truth. Brothers, we gotta we gotta fix ourselves. I definitely want y'all to check out that information, um, uh, this this show, and it's going to be an amazing experience, um, because it's going to be good. So we're gonna drop all of Nurse Chrissy's information in today's show notes. Uh, we are going to put her webinar. Please check out her webinar uh, this weekend and um, get into her course. How much is your course?
2: A thousand
0: dollars—that's nothing. Thousand dollars to get a hundred thousand dollars, I man. That's 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 nothing. Uh, but check out her her free webinar, and maybe you can just get all the information just from her webinar, you know. And it's free. Um, and so check her out, and it'll be good. Yo, it's your boy Anthony O'Neill. We love you. Thank you so much for watching the show, and we'll see you in the next one. Peace out.